Hey everyone, and welcome to the Infinite Respawn Podcast. I'm Chicken. I'm Oak Tree. I'm Griff. I'm Baka. What's up, guys? So- Hello. Oak's back. So does that mean that next show he he won't be back, or are we like every other one? I'll be here. Okay. You you locked in for a little bit. I'm locked in for a little I, bit. I, I bet I the- bet before the next show you're gonna be like, I won a trip on a game that I didn't know I was playing, and I will be gone. For- <laughs> and I'll be like, see, I told you. Anything's it. possible. Also, oh, let me win a trip. <laughs> let me win a trip. I'll just give it to you. If I win the trip, I'll just give it to you. Okay. Now he's gonna win a trip. I'm, I'm gonna write that <laughs> down right now. <laughs> It'll be like the, my favorite trip ever, too. Like, it'd be one of those ones where I'm like, oh, I've been waiting my whole life to do this. And I'm like, man. But yeah. I already agreed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. Okay, let's talk about new stuff because there's a lot of it. But I also know we really want to talk about some of the stuff that we played, especially this weekend. Um, well, the good thing is a lot of the stuff that we've played is also linked in with the news. So we can kind of like... <clears throat> Some of it is. I don't think there's a single lethal company or uh, first class trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. the extra, <laughs> the extra <laughs> stories. Those extra stories. Yeah, we'll definitely fill those in. Uh, all right, let's let's go. Who wants to Who wants to pick one and jump in? Uh, nobody. We else? can. Let's start with Embracer Group. Okay, Aww. I'm going to start with that. Ooh, all right, Usually start that's like a yay, but this one doesn't feel that way. Damn. So they have laid off, uh, according to them, they have laid off approximately about 8% over the last two quarters of their workforce, which is approximately 1,400 people. Um, so that's what they've got, like 18,000 employees, something like that. Um, so I guess it's better than nothing. We kind of knew this was going to happen just based on the fact that you had a possible $2 billion that was going to be given to them. And they just went out and bought all the shit. Yeah, they and- spent it before they had it. Yep, and um, but the the problem I have, which it's not in the article that we've got on here, is the the or at least I didn't see it on here. The their statement on it was it's we're trying there. to do it is in there. Basically, yeah. we want to do what's best for the the shareholders. They're worried about the fucking shareholders. Yeah, it used to be we want to make good stuff and games that people like and support our developers, and now it's shifted to everybody else's mindset of, well, we need to do what really helps our shareholders. So it's it's word by word from them. Yep. Still, have, they have a few larger structured divestment process, processes going on, so they're still selling off, and its overruling principle is to always maximize shareholder value in any given situation. Now, anybody who has watched this show for any amount of time knows that I have always been on THQ Nordic and Embracer Group for being a fan for all the moves that they've done, but that move where they started spending the money before they had it absolutely caused a mass amount of damage mm-hmm. to that company. And then backtracking and not finding a better way to fix their problem has just made me lose faith in them. And unfortunately, they go from my, this is a good company category to trash. Uh, just another one. Yeah. Well, but you know what? It, it, to me, what the sign for me is, because for the longest time, all we talked about was THQ Nordic, THQ Nordic, THQ Nordic, and then when it that kind of went to the to to just kind of like, oh, we're gonna push that to the side, and we're gonna talk about the main company, which is Embracer, Embracer Group, yeah. and that's what we want to be known as as Embracer. To me, that's where it went away from gaming, went away from worrying about creating great product. I mean, they've canceled what twenty nine projects. 
yeah. uh, that they've already announced back in April of last year. There's going to be more. Um, the only thing they can do right now is either restructure, and hopefully this restructuring works. I think I give it a year to be able to restructure, do what they need to, or start selling off assets. They're going to start selling off assets. They'll, they'll sell off assets. And it does say, one of the comments um, on the article that we linked mentions that the Embracer announced last year that they will be going through layoffs until March of this year. So there's probably going to be at least one more round. Um, I would agree with that. So they're not done yet, which kind of sucks. I mean, at this point, I just got to shrug at them and be like, all right, well, just doing what the rest of them do. You're My question really... is, what do you sell? Do you sell the gaming end of it, or do you look at the $1.4 billion or whatever do you spent on tokens rights? And Yeah, but if you try to sell tokens rights right now because you just bought them, like, recently, how much do they actually sell for? I would, like... one, if I was them, and, I like, I don't know, I can't get inside their head, but you start licensing that shit to try to start bringing money back in. You start licensing it out to, to indie companies or bigger companies like studios, letting them try to try their hand at something. Because as we have all seen these days, indie companies just somehow or sometimes hit it right. Mm-hmm. And that. they're and, more worried about making yeah. a good game than, than they are. Of, oh, well we, we got to make sure we're, we're making those shareholders happy. Yes. Exactly. Maybe maybe you contact Larian for a uh, <laughs> for a <laughs> Lord of the Rings style D and D. Holy shit! I, I would play. They could do a trilogy in in their uh, system, like D and D five E style, like the whole story of all three of the the trilogy. Like you wouldn't even have to do that. You could just put it in the world itself. I mean, because it's massive. Like Cimmerillion yeah, I mean, has a massive, massive lore. So it's like. Um, so you, and then they could stick it in like the the first uh, age or or the second age or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could do a lot with it. So don't don't sell off them. I would try to license them out. Try to get somebody else working with it, and then you know you can get the kickback from that while also still holding on to the license. Yeah, that's what I would do. License license right because they, then you still own it. You know, because they own Tomb Raider and that correct because mm-hmm. they own Crystal Dynamics. But the yeah. if that's the case. Amazon has and Netflix. I th- no Netflix did have a Tomb Raider thing, and I think Amazon's got a Tomb Raider show coming out. Plus, they've got uh, Amazon's got the Lord of the Rings show that they have as well, um, that did really well. So maybe they'll end up making some money back off of both of those. But they've um, but then now you start eliminating games at that point. Um, they've got a lot of work to do to write that shit. Yeah, a yep. lot and a they lot definitely... of damage has been done to their reputation. Yeah. The, the problem you run into is the people that have the money to purchase it. You don't want to buy it necessarily. So you've mm-hmm. got a, a EA Ubisoft could be coming after some of those assets. But I to think be Ubisoft's fair, neither one to lose a bunch of money on something. We'll talk about <coughs> in a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, maybe um, between that and their uh, strike right now. So we'll see. Um, and then um, I would, but, but also a possibility that Sony goes after some of those companies as well. Um, because like Crystal Dynamics would be a good example of that uh, because of the fact that they used to be, Tomb Raider used to be exclusive to PlayStation at one point. Maybe they want to try to bring that back into the fold. Maybe. Um, so it, it'll be interesting. I think they're going to get a lot of phone calls. Emails. Nobody uses the phone anymore. Uh. <laughs> uh, maybe. I think they have to 
break things down though and sell it in, in parcels instead of it being like, oh, you want, you know, 25% of this, it's this, this, and this. It'd be like, no, you, we want that thing and that thing only. And then somebody good can buy Darksiders and take that off and make the next game. And then Chicken can be happy finally. Yeah. Who would you want to buy Darksiders? It has to be an indie studio to try their hand at it, <clears throat> but I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm not very. Well, like Gunfire is still making theirs, still working on uh, it. Technically, Microsoft could buy the ma the major rights to it and just use one of theirs to do it. Same thing for Sony. Yeah. Because um, both of them have really good to, companies working for them. I'd want it to I'd, go to Microsoft somewhere, like somewhere in Microsoft's little domain. If not, if not an indie studio, so, somewhere in Microsoft's domain. Just because I could get it on Game Pass then at that point. <laughs> yeah. Game Pass is quite nice, that is for sure. Oh, God, Game Pass. Oh, there, there's an article in there about them, too. So, you know, we'll, yep. we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Sorry if you hear right. the cat. The, there's My door is closed, and so one cat's outside and trying to put their hand under, and the other cat's inside trying to fight them. So I'm not yelling at my child. He's not here. It's the cats. I don't want y'all to think that I was being like, stop that to him. You know, right, like he would be quiet for long well, enough. Well, that's true. You'll, I'm sure you'll hear him stomping by upstairs here in a little bit, but, you he know. Stopped yeah. So, the two cats are having it out. Just putting oh, that out the there. here yelling at me. Didn't want anybody to think <clears throat> I was yelling at my child like a crazy person. Anyway, carry on. Uh, next article. What we got? Do you uh, want to <sighs> talk about the Ubisoft thing since we mentioned them we as can. possible, probably not purchasers? No, that's fine. Um, Ubisoft had their open beta this weekend, and I played it on stream or twice. Skull but or Skull and Bones. The first um, quadruple A game. Judged by my tone, how much you think I think that's serious. Okay, first of all, no. I, I played, I, I gave it a solid time. And for like a basic game that feels like we're putting it into early access while they polish it like it feels okay like i really can't go above okay like there's too many load screens okay so how it is is that you have this giant open world ocean style world and your character mm -hmm. is your ship you have a character you could customize that is your person that leads the helm of the ship, but everything is done off of uh, off of the Which, ship. Before okay. you get too far into it, let me just touch on the character creation part of that, because most of the time you get put into like a dressing room kind of setting where you customize your character. I was watching Chicken do it, and your dude is literally, or your person, whatever you're making, uh, is on their hands and knees looking into a puddle on the i think the broken deck of the ship or somewhere a puddle yeah, yeah, yeah. and so you've got like this kind of like not really clear view of your character and that's how you customize them but there's like body choices but you can't see your body and you can't really see like you can go to a, a shop later yeah, you can and, edit and your customize. character later. yeah you can edit later but it's just like why would you make this the the way that you're doing? Like, I get you would... want it to be kind of stylized, but have them look into the puddle and give me a fuller view or something. Or, or even then, like, if you're on a ship, just be like, okay, we have a captain's oh, cabin. No, 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 it was after you got blew up. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the tutorial, like, 
when I was doing the tutorial, I, I thought you could pause. You cannot. And it's one of those things that you're supposed to fail it. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just sailing around, fighting off other ships in this big-ass ship. I was like, oh, hell, yeah, but I need to pause it because something is really loud. Okay, I went back in. I sailed out of bounds, and I've got, like, 8,000 enemy ships around me. And I'm like, yeah, I don't no, there's no I don't think I'm supposed to win this. And I just exploded. I was like, okay. So moving <laughs> on to the tutorial. <laughs> it was a weird uh, choice. It was. It's an interesting choice. Um, but they have the, the ship, the, the whole ship RPG aspect is kind of neat. I like the idea that they were starting with because you've got to build your ships. You got to unlock materials. You go around, you do these little, it's, feel so out of place but you do a little mini game like for harvesting trees off of islands or breaking locks off of ships or mining things it, it really is just a mini game um like you sail up next to an island with some like lumber on it and you've got to like hit e to interact and it does this little mini game thing that you got to saw down the trees to get it. it's like okay it's a little filler thing here it's a lot of place but okay it's how you get uh materials some um, but you use that to build different ships, uh, or build furniture for your ship and the different, you have a mate, you have major furniture and minor furniture, and those are like your accessories or rings or trinkets or whatever you want to call it to equip your ship. Um, so it's, weird. I built the nice um, chairs plus my stamina. Well, no, no, no. It'd be like I built. Uh, it's like a spyglass station. It makes it so that whenever you hit a target who's 250 meters away, it automatically marks them, and it increases damage done to marked targets by like 100. percent So if you snipe somebody and hit them, it puts a nice little marker over them, and then all snipes from that point do even more damage. So it's it's nice customizing RPG aspects to it, and it's neat that they put it into like a ship style. The basic concept is is okay. That's good good foundational work to come from. But the the ports that you have to go into are load screens. So every time you go to port, you got a load screen. Mm -hmm. Then every time you talk to someone, you got a load screen. Is that it's because like, you're coming out of an instance though where you're playing against other people? Yes. But okay. you could see everybody's boat right out like off of the dock. Like it's literally like a mirror you walk through it. you can still see all the boats hanging out out front you can see your boat sitting out there but, but it, they just decided yeah it. they just load screened it straight up straight up uh game service is that what that is right there yeah yeah, yeah. like that is like game. um it it's an okay game but I, there is no way in any world that I am going to spend $70 on that thing. And I was like, okay, maybe I could do their little you play thing and try it out for a month and see how I play. It's $20 to try really it out. Yeah. No. <laughs> to me, that almost feels like a damn free-to-play game with how many microtransactions they could stuff into it. Well, it, from what I understand and listening to other people that have played it too, they said if you're going to charge a fee for the actual game itself, no more than 30 bucks yeah based on the way it's done it's a very base level style game the way that it's designed there's not a whole lot of intricacy intricacies yes. there we go um let me make sure i get all the letters in the in the right order um the um but they're, they're just there's not a whole lot to the game and i and i get that and 
people that know me i'm literally standing in a pirate room folks anything that's on the other side of these i'm standing in a room that's completely decorated in pirates i love pirates yes i am not interested in this game whatsoever i i was interested and i think i'm probably not in the minority here i was interested for a, a while um because I, I mean a lot of people really thought it was going to be very black flag-esque and right. that's, you know, a lot of people's favorite Assassin's Creed's. It felt good. You know, jump off the ship, go swim to the dock, whatever. Free, you know, put that in an open world where I can play and it sounds great. But it's so truncated, you know, and it, just a short, choppy. And I get it. Like, you've, you've made this open world. It needs, it's got to have some sort of transitional thing so that you can go into, like, the towns and stuff. But... It really takes away the charm, and I like I am almost certain that if Ubisoft had not taken government money for this game, they would have scrapped it. I think they yep. put it out because they had to, um, and the whole idea of it being a quadruple A game, um, as Ollie pointed out in chat the other day, was that it's it's about money, how much money it take, took to make that game. The mm -hmm. problem is they, I think they wasted so much of it in different iterations of it that that doesn't really come through. And Chicken's right, the $70 price tag is too much. Like, that's, for what it is, it's not a $70 game. And what when people say quadruple A, we think of it, like, as gamers, we think of it not as a dollar amount, but we think of it as a quality amount. This is like a, you know, big Hollywood film kind of thing, and it's definitely not. And I, am, after seeing Chicken play it, there's no way I'm interested at all. It... <sighs> It feels like they, it really feels like they just started working on it. I mean, like, they probably scrapped they, they it so probably many did. times. Yeah, I know, and that's the, the model problem, they had is that the foundation that they have finally settled on, it's like, okay, you. Fe it feels like you've got something here. But it feels like what happened with Sea of Thieves when they first came out, and it was basic, and it's like, okay, I see your foundation. I see what you want to do. But see, Thieves was like, hey, this is just the beginning. Yeah. Uh, it's on Game Pass. Uh, do your thing. Uh, we'll let's see where it this. goes. Yeah, like this one for $70, a quadruple a game, and it feels like you're, you've are you only just got the foundation started. It's like, oh. Yeah. Because like I said, I see. There's I see the aspects. A, a very rocky foundation. Wait, wait, yeah. It is. Hey, concrete is made out of gravel. So it sometimes starts. It has to start like that. And like I said, I find it interesting for the whole ship RPG, heel tank meta, heel tank damage meta. Like, I I'm interested to see where that would go or what raids would look like or, or whatever. Like, you have three groups of three people each, a bunch of tanks or healers. And, like, there is potential there, but I think it's too late and you're just going to sail this thing into the ground. I, yeah. I think I that they... I also think a lot, a lot of their budget went to, to marketing because they, they hired uh, celebrities to, to try to push it out there. Well, they did, yeah. but they didn't because that's, like, one of the things that people are talking about is how very little fanfare this got for actual launch. Like, it, it was almost like a stealth launch, really, for it to be like... I mean, and how many of us, you know, aside from Chicken trying it out on, on stream because it was open beta, how many of us actually know somebody, not like we saw a streamer playing it, but, like, know somebody that is playing this game right now? No, no. Uh, I mean, and we like have I a said, lot of gamer I... friends, so mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we are the, the pinnacle and that nobody is playing it, but I really don't think it's doing numbers, and it's not going to. I mean, I wanted to try it out, but I wasn't about to try it out for $70 or $20. Yeah. 
twenty dollars a month for the yeah. Ubisoft thing. Yeah, wasn't wasn't about. Well, he tried it out for a month, right? Twenty bucks. It's a lot <laughs> but then of money. You just try it out. You're not owning it, and yeah. Chicken loves to own everything. So it's like I do. Like it, like if it was like ten bucks for the UPlay thing, I'd be like, cool. Mm -hmm. I'll throw up ten bucks. I'll try it out. I'll see what else they've got in their catalog so that I could play for a month. But twenty bucks, it's or, like, uh, or even if you do, you know, like similar to what Game Pass does, and just be like, okay, you get a one month try for a, a dollar. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. Like, I'd be down. I want to. I want to. And actually, this rolls into a great thread that I saw earlier that somebody brought up. Hey, companies, if you are going to start selling your games at $70 or wherever you want to move the markup at, then you have to start giving us demos. You have to. You have to allow us to try these things out to see how they work, because relying on the refund system is going to be risky. Mm. Because it's like, oh, yeah, you get two hours. If you don't, then sucks for you. You own this now, even if you don't like it. Yeah. So, uh, yes, please, demos, more demos. <laughs> Capcom usually does good uh, demos. I can see companies uh, at some point uh, trying to make, like, the, the tutorial itself two hours before you, you get to the main game. Yeah, I guess it's well. Yeah. I, I, okay, over here in this good company category is Steam still. And I think if companies started doing that shit, Steam would be like, yeah, we don't give up. If, if your tutorial is still over two hours, then you're either going to do one of two things. Either we're going to let people still refund if they're still in the tutorial, or two, it's going to be categorized separately so that you don't, the game is not part of the tutorial. Like you don't have to refund the tutorial or do anything like that. That is just separate. You download it and then that's it. Like you can uninstall it, whatever. You don't have to worry about buying the game or anything. I, I so. think, I think my disappointment with the game in general is, is I wanted them to expand off what they did with Assassin's Creed four and create a solo game mm -hmm. that was a pirate ass game. Like it was pirate. And I, I'm talking, I want their version of GTA, but in fucking pirate world, right? I, so you get the single player game and then that same map is then used in a multiplayer setting. Now you can have the same game that you set up as your multiplayer or whatever, but I want to have a good storyline based in that world that is not an Assassin's Creed game. I thought there'd and at least be combat, like hand-to-hand -hand combat, if because you have the option to board ships and things like that. Like you did that in Assassin's Creed. Like let me mm -hmm. also, but no, it's it's th that's not a thing you do. Again, this felt like a foundation where they could move to that part. Like after they got the ship part that they wanted, start developing the inside of the ship and let you have more control across. But it, it just feels boring and hollow. At, at and what point do you believe? And then this is this is I'm I'm thinking of this long term. Okay. okay. When we played Sea of Thieves and started out for the first time, yes, to a lot of people the game was empty, but it was very, very basic, but it was there to be with your friends, to be able to go treasure hunt, do all the stuff that you needed to do. Mm -hmm. Right? They gradually added portions to the game to to create the lore that they wanted to and to, to develop that world as well as changes in gameplay is it a possibility because they've been working on this game seven years and basically three years ago who had to scrap what they originally did and now they've been working on this part for about four years is it a possibility that the reason that this game is a, a base level is because they've removed the parts of the game 
to add them in to keep it a live service game. So, oh, we're going to give you hand-to-hand -hand combat on our next update on season two of, you know, like, and just keep yeah, doing Yeah, I can absolutely, absolutely see them doing that. Like, if they stick with it and keep working on it, maybe in, like, you know, a few years, this will be a complete game, but it doesn't feel that way right now. Yeah, yeah that's, you that's the problem. Literally... Is I'm spending seventy dollars for a base game. It's a quadruple A game mm -hmm. in early access, is what that is. It's not even early access. They launched it like they're proud of it. It's and... early access. And okay, this is Fallout seventy six to me. It is. It is a freaking early access yeah. game by a it, major. It company. should have been released in early access. But I'm serious. <laughs> if they didn't owe money to the Singaporean government for this and had not borrowed money from them, so they were legally obligated to release it, they would have just cut it. Because I, I know it's not what they wanted it to be. Do you know how much money they borrowed from them? I don't. I'm sure we could find out, but I don't know what the number is. But I do know that that's part of why there was such a push for them to actually launch the game is because Singapore was going to file lawsuits against them for having taken the money and not made a product with it. Right. So... I think I, I think it's going to be like with, with Chicken's review on it. $120 I guess. Good fucking... That's 120 money. million. That's yeah, but that's. I mean, well, I guess to a normal that's... person like me, it's a lot of money. But to a company, that's yeah, that's to a nothing. country, it's not much. Yeah. Uh, well, well, you're, we you're Singapore. Well, you Singapore's have... worth a good amount. Though. Yeah. I guess they're doing tech stuff these days, though. So. Yeah. Um, I... Okay. Okay. Then right, it's not 120 million. They had they got generous subsidies uh, with a lot of extra conditions. Uh, to, for the people working in Singapore, so oh, okay. we don't exactly know the legalese and the contract behind the scenes, but there were a lot of there was an agreement incentives. Yeah, so uh, they were legally uh, obligated to release the game at some point. Yes. I am interested to see overall because one of the comments they make is it's a quadruple A game. It's very big, like it's a very large game. Um, what? what what is big like like your map's big the amount of stuff you can do is big like what are you calling big in the game overall? uh the one the map is pretty sizable okay it's a pretty active one too like you don't ever have any dead sea space there's always ships around you going about their their trade routes so you've always got something in your vicinity okay. the uh the customization and the builds that you could do for your ship, I would I would say are moderate. Like there there's some depth there, but it's it seems very basic to start. Um, character customization is That'll there. That'll be your pay to win element that they'll yeah. add in later. Oh, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> there's crafting, whether it be for your tools, you can cook too. Um, and then you've got your story. Like it all seems pretty basic. So there is a story to this. Yeah, there's a story. Oh, and like, like there's like a story. From line Honor had a story follow. baseline that was there. If you've ever played the Division, congratulations, you've played Skull and Bone style, where it's like you go back to your little hub, talk to your people there, okay. go out into the world, do some side quests, do the main story, go back to your hub. It, okay. It feels so I've like got about the six Division, hours of story, and the rest is. It's TV the TV. Division meets Sea of Thieves. Okay. Mm. So. Uh, except your main, your like customized, your RPG character is your ship. So, okay. Um, it's 
like I said, it's interesting, and I wish they would. Ha- I wish they would have started with this and then developed this for seven years, because then we might actually have a quadruple A game. Uh, really, it's not. Yeah. So, yeah. So. That kind of uh, sucks. Kind of yeah, sucks. It does. Although I do wonder because it's not doing well. The we uh, we kind of laughingly mentioned the pay to win aspect. I do wonder if they turn it into. Oh my god, what is the name of that game where you it's a space game where you buy ships for real money and it's like thousands of dollars per ship. What game oh, are we uh, thinking? Eve Online. Is it Eve? No. Star Citizen? Is that it? Star Citizen. Yeah. Star I kinda Citizen. wonder Citizen's if they the name, but I can remember the first I wonder part. if they slant it that way to make back some of the money. Because I mean, clearly they've lost a ton of money on this. Um I do wonder if that's now on the table. To eventually start launching these really badass overpowered ships for real money and they're not gonna be cheap because <laughs> yeah, it's working maybe. for star citizen i think that i mean they're still selling ships that cost thousands well star citizen technically is still in early access yeah and it's I mean, crowdfunded and it's yeah. still the highest crowdfunded game ever because you know reasons and they're finally getting a, a full storyline good for them it's only been like a decade. Yeah. Congratulations. So. Uh, well, to slide us into another topic, since Jeez. we've talked about Sea of Thieves, um, Microsoft has announced during their little podcast meeting thing, has announced that four, four Microsoft exclusive games will be coming to uh, PlayStation and the Nintendo Switch. And those four games are hi-fi rush rumored this is rumored they uh, did not confirm reportedly that. okay reportedly will be hi-fi rush pentiment grounded and sea of thieves yeah people people are assuming based on the information that they gave that those are going to be the four that are there hi-fi rush makes sense to me i think it'll work well on playstation mm-hmm. as well as on switch uh sea of thieves can benefit from more player base See if uh, these so on think, Switch, people are really gonna like them. Oh man, I, I knew it too. When they were like, "Oh, four exclusives," my first thought literally was Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it's got there's it. no reason not to put Sea of Thieves everywhere. Um, the negotiation on that one's gonna be interesting too with PlayStation on how much money PlayStation's because they notoriously take a lot more out of yeah. uh, of the store and stuff. So that one's gonna be interesting. Um, <clears throat> the uh, they said that this. This was not going to be the only time this is going to happen, but every game is going to be over a year old before they'll end up considering the games because there was a rumor going around that Starfield and Indiana Jones would have been, that were going to be moved over. Um, but I'm glad that they said that. Um, uh, what's the other one? Pentiment or whatever it's called. Yeah, Pentiment. Yeah, Pentiment. Um, that one, it's just kind of an indie style game anyway, so mm-hmm. that's not that big of a deal um, on it. And then Grounded, I think it's like playstation fans are gonna love grounded that is such a beautiful game playstation has a great engine like good you know like their whole system is is built for a game like that and i think a lot of people it once they play that game and they go oh obsidian made this and then they find out avowed is going to be released day one on game pass you might have a possibility of people either by getting PCs that can to run the game or buying an Xbox at some point. 
um, to be able to do it. I think it's I think this is a genius move because if you give them a taste of your games, yeah. you have a possibility of people buying the consoles. Mm-hmm. And if not even the console, to get Game Pass, like you're you're on your PlayStation, and if you can, you know, tap on one of these games, like oh, this is cool. Shit, I should get Game Pass for my PC. Fuck it, I could go ahead and get that and play games on my play Xbox games on my PC. Yeah, I don't have to people, buy an Xbox. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have always have their PlayStation and then they have their PC because it'll run all the stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty so. much. It, it really is starting to be like everybody buys a Nintendo, and everybody buys a PC. I mean, we mm-hmm. haven't we haven't bought consoles. We got the Switch, the Xbox One, and the PS4. Those are our last consoles. Everything else we do on uh, on PC because you know. It's generally there, yeah. right? Uh, and and that 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 conversation right there, I want to I want to hold on to that. Something else too. That that thread. Um, yeah, that thread is going to lead okay. into your mic cut out, so I wasn't sure what. That's fine. Um, but for for staying on topic with Microsoft, it, speaking of Game Pass, they have over thirty four million subscribers on it now. Which you talk about exploding. Like that, Game Pass is pretty popular, and I have to say, yes, especially because of the Activision Blizzard thing. They've announced uh, more games that are coming. One, a game I have been waiting for. I put it on my wish list a while back, and I didn't even know it was coming to Game Pass. But it's Tales of Arise. It's another RPG style story mm-hmm. game. I was like, oh yeah, really? I like this. I, I watched a little bit of it, and it's like, oh cool. I, I want to play this. And I just found out yesterday that. It's coming to game pass and it's like well i might start streaming at night so that i can play this game regularly now oh yeah the tales, the, the tales series in general are are pretty popular mm-hmm. um uh it's bandai namco i think yeah, um, yeah they you know they make good games oh yeah i forget that i have game pass a lot so i'll open it i'm like oh what do i want to play and then i was like oh yeah that's right power wash simulators on here and then that's that's what i use my game pass for. <laughs> there's a lot of options on game pass I know, um, but I'm always like, oh yeah, that's right, that one. I'm gonna go write my name on a dirty house with a pressure uh, washer. So, so I've been having this little gaming existential thing, trying to find something to fill the gap that WoW has kind of like ripped out of me. Yeah, I don't have my my RPG Griff can attest to that. It's like I'm trying to find something that I want to play, something like I can kind of sink my teeth into that's got long term RPG formats, which is why I tried Skull and Bones, and I can appreciate what it's trying to do. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm a big fan of Diablo 4. I want to try that, but I don't want to spend the money on it. So I've been flip-flopping about it, going, eh. And then they went ahead and showed this stupid goddamn mount thing that's $65. Stop yelling, Eleanor. Stop it. (laughs) Eleanor is her name. It should be anyway. Don't make me grab you. Uh Um, So I've been, after that, I was like... Nah, it, and this is why I can't do games like Diablo 4 because of this horrible fucking the horse mount thing cosmetic that he's talking about thing. is $65. $65, $65 for it. But why? But on the other foot of that, Microsoft went ahead and gave me a nice big present because apparently Diablo 4 is coming to Game Pass. Well, just because you're going to get to play the game for free does not mean you spend $65 on the spe- mount. We're I'm not, not okay spending anybody on it. I'm not even buying the game. It's also it's- not free. It is part of a service. Yeah, yeah so- it's part of a service. So I will gladly, because I'm I'm pretty sure I'll be able to link my Battle.net account to that. So if I do ever buy the game on sale, I'll still have access to all of my stuff. So if I do, 
I, I and I could try it too. Do am I going to put time into it? Am I actually going to play it? I could you, you know not out. buy it and just try it, which is what I like. I like to be able to kind of try things before I buy them, I especially these days. It's funny with this specific item that we've kind of come full circle because if you all remember what really kicked off people's upset with microtransactions being introduced into games in the first place was Bethesda selling <laughs> horse armor in Skyrim. And now we have a $65 horse that people, that uh, Blizzard expects that people are going to buy. And I'm, I'm sure they are. Like, it must be nice to have more money than common sense at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. Di Diablo has some serious whales. If you've got $65 that you want to give away for nothing, I will m open Microsoft Paint and draw you a little picture and you can buy it for $65 uh, for Griff, me. That, we call that, those that NFTs. Okay. will make them so much better at, at the game. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Okay. I mean, to be fair, WoW makes such an unbelievable amount of money. It would blow your goddamn I know, mind. Their, I know. Yeah, their the stuff pets and mounts. Store. And you can buy transmog gear. Like, oh, that's yeah. weird. It's weird. Blow your goddamn mind for that shit. But, but yeah, like, <laughs> I, I thought that was, like, perfect timing on their part where I was debating hard about if I wanted to even try Diablo 4. Oh, they're like, yeah, we'll just put it on Game Pass. It's like, cool. I'll try it on Game Pass then. No I, risk I, to I, me. I told Griff this story the other day because um, of this announcement coming out and I was flipping through Twitter and some guy goes, and I'm not kidding. This is a real, this wasn't a troll. This was a straight up person that was legitimately bitching. Well, what am I supposed to do with the fact that I've already paid a hundred dollars for Diablo uh, four? Am I, am I going to get any of my money back because I paid for this? And now the only way I can play it is to be able to do uh, game pass Two. You, that's not For those that aren't aware, Game Pass is a separate service. If you buy something, it is yours. You do not need Game Pass to now play it on your Xbox. Yeah, it doesn't turn it automatically into a subscription fee because, <laughs> oh my God, it just, I can't. I don't know. How do people exist like that? I don't know. I don't know. Oh uh, my goodness. Yeah, so... Uh... And he says it's also not the last one. It's just the beginning of what's in store. Well, this, for I imagine Academy. this is like a test to see if there's interest, what kind of interest, which one of these does the best, like, you know, how they all fare kind of outside of their current habitats. Part, part of that, too, is he, he made the statement before the acquisition happened that a lot of these, in order to get them to play, um, they have to to go through a transition to be able to make sure that they run properly um, because a lot of these are going to run through their cloud service as well and they like them to be able to do on their cloud service and not just a download only um, so uh, he said that some of them are going to take a while to be able to transfer over and I think that's the main part is making sure that it works properly through their cloud service yes it definitely um, has to mm -hmm. yep so which is nice. I like the cloud gaming thing because it's a nice way to try something out real quick before I download 80 gigs or whatever it is, take up valuable space and, you know, like, oh, I like this. Let me go ahead and download it so that way I don't have any skips or weird digitalization that happens because of a lag. But yeah, yep. uh, but we've also talked about how people are worried that this Game Pass style is going to like overshadow their hardware thing because, you know, you can get almost anything on PC. Um, but fear not, apparently, from their words, not anywhere near my words, 
um, that the next Xbox will deliver the largest technical leap seen in the hardware generation. Will it? I thought those last, are or last those time. are big, big fucking words that I highly doubt. But last well, time I will we say this between about... between the original one, not the one X, between the original one and the Series X, there was a large gap that was there. But between the one X and this and the and the X, there's not that much of a gap, and there's definitely not a gap between one X and and the Series S. Now, <clears throat> you do have a possibility of an equivalent of a forty ninety being added to this. Keep in mind that you're going to have a large um, differential based on what's currently in the Series X um, when it comes graphics. But now you're they claim this was originally going to have four K, the Series X. And that kind of went away when they re did the release. So maybe 4K, I mean, 8K gaming is going to be a thing, but nobody's going to have an 8K television to play it on. <laughs> no kidding. No <laughs> kidding. Nobody Not has me, tens anyway. of thousands of dollars to add one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm sorry. I ain't that rich yet. Although, I mean, there's a few again, people, they make them, so somebody's buying them. But... If you want to buy a $65 Microsoft Paint picture for me, I'll make it for you. But and, I mean, and, I remember when a plasma television was twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, no shit. Uh, I, okay, so Xbox Series X came out in twenty twenty, mm -hmm. three years ago. Apparently, I built we built our PCs in twenty seventeen. I think it was Griff. Yeah, definitely. So time. about about seven years ago, mm -hmm. this thing can run just about anything the Series X can. And maybe not in like the most extreme quality that it can. Not, not at the same quality. I will. It like can I run said, it. not at the same quality. But I can run anything that comes out on the Series X, and I have access to Steam and Sony's library too. Yeah, but along but with you're, Game you're trying to compare PCs, right? To that console. They're saying leap between console to console. Right. But my PC is seven years older, and I still have access to like everything without having to buy. My upgrades will probably be about the same amount as that, like as an upgraded PC or as right. an upgraded console. Right, but if you were buying from scratch, it would cost a whole lot more than than that. Yeah, but you get a whole lot more for it too. Right, but it's just a matter of preference, and and, and there's is. a lot of people it that is. you know we have this discussion all the time. Like I have, I have both. Did you listen to the last show? Because I played your devil's advocate. I presented your argument, <laughs> that exact argument. You should be it proud is. of me. It is a, definitely a preference thing, but mm -hmm. I, I do honestly believe, as the time as future goes forward, that Nintendo is the only like console that will ever like stay a console because Sony moves their games over and Microsoft moves their games over. I think you Sony can't do anything. You can't do anything Nintendo-wise without the Nintendo console. I think as long as they shorten their cycle, which it looks like they're about to do, it looks like they're about to go to from a seven-year cycle to a five-year cycle. Um, from um, that does because move faster these days. Um, as long as they're doing it, I think people are still, from an adult standpoint, you're still going to have less people playing, and there more people going to go towards PC. But from people that have children, most children are going to end up playing. On consoles, yeah, it'll be the Nintendo. Nintendo is so child friendly; it's unbelievable. They, they're going to have to increase their library to be outside of. And I believe stuff. that it'll be Microsoft before Sony does it, but Microsoft will uh, will eventually do upgradable consoles to where, oh, this is a new attachment. You just kind of slide this graphics card modular out slide mm. yeah like just slide it right in like they will eventually build it almost like a pc uh, pcs are eventually going to go towards modular too exactly like already making, I, there's already a company well, that makes okay that, that just kind of reminds me of, of 
the the Sega era of things where they they kept adding on their new add-ons to to yep. keep them alive. Oh yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Except we're in the future now, which so it'll that be a was lot also cleaner. an American thing. That, yeah. that that wouldn't happen in Japan. <laughs> but but I believe thing. it will eventually. The thirty-two X was a real thirty-two X over in Japan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that 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 feels like no, we're Microsoft no, over in Japan. They, they had their own add-ons. They had their own add-ons, but the thirty-two X was an actual the actual creation there. Where here we had the add-on that was added on. It was theirs was a true one. Where this one was just a. Um, because the hardware wasn't increased, it wasn't a true 32X. Did, um, speaking of hardware stuff, last show, part of the reason we were talking about consoles is because Microsoft was having trouble sourcing graphics cards? Their AMD, yeah, their, their, AMD. their AMD, uh, contract. Did they get that fixed? No. Okay, they're but probably they know still they're gonna be way it. better off. Cool. Well, they're probably working... Honestly, if I had to guess, Microsoft and Sony work with like separate departments inside of AMD and they've got specific people working with that and they tell them what they want their chips to be, like which parts they want to focus on and how powerful the certain aspects they want it to be. And and that's how they do a little R and D for each company separately because I mean you get a contract for fucking eight hundred million dollars, they will definitely help you build whatever you want. I just like, didn't know like if there was funny. an article that I missed that said they got that resolved. I, my, no, it, it, still... if they if they have a problem with AMD, they might end up going the same route that Apple did. Apple stopped using um, outside companies for their uh, chips um, and ended up uh, basically creating their own, hiring their own people to make them. Um, it would be unusual normally for Microsoft to do so, but they are the second richest company in the world and now make consoles. So it's kind of one of those where you're, you've been a hardware company for a long time. You're going to have to figure something out. Um, and it actually ended up saving Apple when they did it with their stuff. Um, so maybe, maybe they're look at investment that way if they're having a hard time with it, because they're going to have to do something to be able to sell their consoles. Mm. Yep. Yep. So we'll, we'll see how that pans out. Um, Speaking of to, consoles though. Yeah, to to jump back to our previous th thread about games coming to PC and um, Microsoft saying that it's going to take a year or whatever, that's usually how Sony does it. Like they they wait at least a year before they'll bring it to uh, to to the PC, which brings up our next game that has been exploding. Helldivers 2. This, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first Sony exclusive game that is released at the exact same time from PlayStation to PC. I'm, if it, I'm not I'm mistaken. Not, I don't I'm pretty know. sure it, it is. Like everything else this is the first wait. Sony exclusive released, uh, dual released. So, um, and this game has exploded, which I think has gotten the Sony higher ups. Eyebrow, eyebrow raise going wow that was uh, a lot of money yeah, that, was a, that was a big game they've uh, consistently had okay here let me let me let me get that for you let me get what there you go um hell divers has absolutely exploded onto the scene and they have they were not expecting the kind of um player base because if they would have just released, they have, I think it's 450,000 people that can play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 450,000 people that can play it at any certain time. Um, and if they just released on Sony, 
okay, cool. That's that's a moderate player base for a game like that. But that's Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo are all just lakes, like big lakes compared to this ocean of the PC players, which I don't think Helldivers was expecting. And it basically just, just crashed their servers over and over again. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like, like that, that's kind of a, like, at this point, if you are a developer and considering doing a Steam or a PC release in general, I expect that it's going to hurt their servers. <laughs> like, there's going to be a lot of people. I mean, Pal World did the same thing. It yep. exploded. And, like, I mean, it had a couple the, million people playing the at The problem time. you run into is servers are going to cost money. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and if you're not expecting that, for it to do what it's doing, <laughs> But right? I feel like, like you should expect at this point in, in the gaming world to be fair, expect if you're gonna have that a problem, in the first month you are going to have an explosion of players. So go ahead, buy extra server, like rent extra servers out of the gate for the start, but also plan to pare that down in the, in the months after release because the player I, base will settle out a bit. I think you can do that if you're a major company like this, but it's hard to do with like Power World. Yeah, um, like... Because you don't and, have the capital to be able to purchase well, the service. Well, I also, yeah, I, I don't disagree Because they got to be programmed. Like, you have to go back and look at all the other companies that have done that. Like, do you do you allocate money and resources to these early adapters, or do you just kind of let the herd thin out, stabilize, and then do it? Because micro or. Uh, Blizzard has done it constantly. Let's open up a bunch of servers. Let's let's expand this ocean, and then it just dries up and just crashes. And now you've got all this wasted money, all this wasted effort. Well, that's, and it's that's why just... I think it comes down to like how you can effectively lease these servers and things like that, and how that side. I because I don't know how it works, but I, think, I would be I like, think... look, let's get some extras for launch, and then maybe you know start paring them down. And and I grooming. think their problem was originally. Um, that they they magnified their problem because okay server game released servers were having problems things weren't getting rewarded properly people were having issues they're like okay we're sorry for the server issues we're going to try to fix it here have 50 percent xp and your requisition bonuses so that you can you know get your rewards back well what does that do makes everybody well it multiplies your player base even more so and you're already having server issues so now you just magnified your server issues well part of part of the deal is too like if you think about it from the standpoint of this is released on a PlayStation 5 and it's released on a PC. Mm-hmm. So Steam, um, is it on Epic? For... Probably. Sony does like Epic. I don't know. Yeah. I don't ever so look at it, Epic if I don't have to. So you're going to have servers for each one of those sets. Plus you're going to have your servers for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Sony is running those servers at PlayStation. Sony's got enough money that they can... Okay, let Probably me add this up. Want. No problems, whatever, right? Where you're dealing with the ones at uh, on PC, there's going to be responsible for the company to be able to handle. Mm. Where if you run through Game Pass, part of what no, Microsoft PlayStation Four, PlayStation Three, and PlayStation Vita. Vita. Wait, no, wait, hold on. That was, Are you that looking the at first, the previous one? Was the first one? Okay, one. I was like PlayStation Four. I don't think so. <laughs> I was like Hell PlayStation Five and Microsoft Windows, which I don't, which is only on Steam. I don't see it on Epic. Okay, surprising. that's surprising. That is really surprising. Um, maybe maybe their servers couldn't handle even five people on maybe it. Maybe Sony has gotten disenfranchised with uh, Epic. Um, the uh, but with like Microsoft, to having the advantage of having things on Game Pass is the fact that Microsoft will then they've got a massive amount of servers 
can throw that stuff in to be able to help out. Mm-hmm. Like if you think of Power World and the fact that it's located on Steam, it's located on on um, uh, Game Pass, Xbox, and all that um, for the Game Pass stuff. Those are two separate servers. That, and right now they're not communicating to each other. Yeah. So um, you know that's that it's probably one of those things like you're going to get the best part about it is the fact you're going to be able to play with each other with the sony and the um pc where you're not even but right now because sony allows that for now (laughs) the uh but you're not going to be be able to do that with the the windows stuff because of the update problem that we have with power world Mm. so um once microsoft fixes that part be all right but i i just the you've got a you've got major companies that are that's how they're holding these smaller companies kind of ransom in a way and if so you're trying to put one out it's a little difficult to know exactly how many people you know how fun is my game and you're going to base it on whatever your current sales were. i mean your sales were when you released the last yeah one. but going back to what chicken said before um he was arguing for demos maybe you could test the waters that way because then you're I mean, not in trouble if the stru- servers struggle and it's just, you know, your beta weekend or whatever. Yeah, you that is what you definitely Beta would have been good. Yeah, um, beta would have been good. Yep. So to continue this, they they capped their servers. So after the requisition thing, they, they had problems. They capped their servers at 450,000 players at a time to, to further in, uh, ensure that it was stable. Now, here's where it is killer. So 450,000 across all of it, okay? Mm-hmm. From from PlayStation and Steam, you can only have 450,000 people. Right. Steam right now has 353,000, which means only if you take all the Steam users, you can only add 100,000 from PlayStation to that. Like, Steam has added a ton of people. The... The total, the peak player is three hundred sixty nine thousand. Well, and PlayStation players are, yeah. Are there's a big shooters. audience too. They love shooters. Mm-hmm. So I mean, okay. So at least, at least double that. You're looking at seven hundred thousand players at a time, and almost half of, them, just a little over half of them are allowed to play right now. Like, I, I, I think, think this right here makes Sony be... go, shit. Should should we do dual releases? That's a that's a lot of players. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's 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 a lot right mm-hmm. there. So it also goes back to what we've said a, a million times: is if you launch something on Steam, even if you're unsure about it, it's gonna get more notice launching on Steam than almost anywhere else. Because oh, yeah. it's just, I wonder, Steam just has I wonder if Sony's looking at that as well. Yeah, I mean, oh, like yeah. maybe they're testing the waters here. Like, I mean, it went kaboom! Like, it just hit that water and exploded. Like and, and Steam has such a high word of mouth and a community around it that whenever it hits Steam, it makes Steam. I don't know. Whatever. It's yeah, like good, fire hitting good. fire hitting good water makes Steam. Right yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, uh, <laughs> they don't make a splash. They make Steam. Yeah, yeah, but yes, if you if you want to release a game, whether you're an indie studio or a quadruple A company, uh, you want it released on Steam, regardless. Because one, if your game is shit, they will tell you it's shit, 
-hmm. they will follow you and be like, hey, these people are actually making improvements. I can't recommend this right now, but I do recommend keeping an eye on it, which I absolutely love reading Steam reviews if I'm interested yeah, there, in the I game. Mean, Steam reviews run the gambit of, haha, 10 out of 10, got scared, would play again, to right. actual, here's a list of pros, here's a list of cons, here's what we would let, you know, I would like to see from the game, which is, like, super valuable to devs, too, just to see oh, yeah. where big swaths of your player base are at with their complaints and their happiness and, and, and Valve does a good job with its algorithm, like, sorting out how the reviews, because I, I don't know how many times where it's like, hey, this game has had a massive influx of negative votes over a short period of time. Be cautious of that. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, something might have happened, or someone got angry, or they did a bad change that a lot of people didn't like, so Well, cool. and you can see it, too. Steam has that metric, at, you know, above the reviews, where it's like, this is how all-time are, this is how recent, this is what recent looks like, and things like that, which another thing of what steam does that people like so much about it yeah make they improvements you... and stuff like that was an improvement that's the most important thing is that steam gives you you as the player as the consumer all the information that you want so that you can look at it and you can make your own mind up well i mean in, in steam's steam like even your console companies are looking at how those reviews work and how yes. like when there's an update available yeah and what that update is set up in there and now you like you'll go on to playstation and it'll say there's been an update and it lets you know that one of the games in your library has been updated and why it's been updated and all that yeah and you know and it's it's like people went oh more information you give us the better off we are versus yes. you know, not even having a shopping cart yes. sometimes but whatever yes. Then that creates faith that we believe that you're doing it right and we can kind of take your reviews and how you're approaching the game's releases and updates better so that we can make our own decisions if we want it or not. Yeah. Like Skull and Bones, I do not want it. No. I don't want it. I'm sure. <laughs> not I, want. I don't want it. Not at all. Uh... Whatever. Moving on from it. But uh, <clears throat> Helldivers 2, yeah. People seem to be enjoying the shit out of it right now. Seems Those that can play game. it, you know. Yeah, those that can play. Oh, I want it, but it's like, nope. I, I gotta wait. Uh, but that yeah, all evens yeah. out. Mm -hmm. They'll re they'll release a season two or whatever, and then it'll boom back up again, probably. Yeah. They have, have the said that there is no PvP in that game and will never be PvP in that game because they don't want that kind of toxic environment in their game, which is like, Can't cool, for that. that's perfectly fine with me. I completely mm -hmm. understand that. When and watching some, of the, it, watching some of the streamers that I watch that have picked up randos, like... They've been great. I don't like. Like they've just. Well, I, I'm not a rando fan either. But they're like talking, and they're like, they're like, oh yeah, dude, I'm just here to have fun. Let's have a good time, you know, blah blah blah. And they're just, you know, just enjoying the play, which I think I'm is. I'm glad awesome. that that's that's the. I, it's been a long time since I was okay with actually talking to randos because of the treatment that I got, you know, mostly because I'm a girl, but you know, in general, I'm glad that it's gotten I, I better. I did not. For the record, I was nice to a girl online, and I got a wife on. Come on, that's fair. So, uh, so be nice. Hey, you, you also never know. Got out You're of welcome, it too, chicken. Okay. I got, I got, I got a second uh, partner over there. And then I, I guess <laughs> we dragged Oak into it. You know, what is what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got you hooked on Halo to start with, so I'm gonna actually <laughs> Red versus Blue got me hooked on Halo. You let me that try it out. Oh, oh, oh and and for this oak, for this, I saw somebody suggest this. Microsoft, do it, goddammit. Make a good game. But uh, I saw somebody go, hey, Helldivers 2. Yeah, you know what would be a great concept for a game with Helldivers 2? Halo ODST. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Like, holy shit, a squad of four? 
Mm -hmm. You drop onto one of the planet areas, into a city or into a battlefield, and you have to to work out the mission, and then well, you get uh, extracted. Come on. We said a few weeks ago that if they were going to do it, when they were talking about the fact that they scrapped a BR, I said that's what the, it would have should have been was an ODST anyway. Oh, my and God. Considering the fact that if you look at Helldivers 2, that's what it looks like when it hits the ground. Mm -hmm. Ah! Seriously, that would be so like, good for a fucking concept of a Halo game. Microsoft and first person instead of third. Y'all like, just oh need to understand God. that you can let Master Chief rest. We will be okay playing the Halo franchise as ODST Shock Troopers. I mean, that, oh that's, my God. you know. I mean, that was a popular game. It was it, short, it made, but it was popular. Like, you could be ODST members on the fucking Fall of Reach missions. Like, yeah. come on. I mean, you could uh, go, there's you tons know? of places that you could insert that as side uh, stuff for the the troops, you know, the ODSTs. That'd be so, great. So we don't options. have to be Master Chief. We're fine no. being another player, another character. Yeah, I'm fine being just an ODST member. I don't have to be a Spartan. I don't as have to be super As long as I get to customize human. my outfit still. Which you probably could if you were an ODST member. Yeah, I'm sure you could. Mm -hmm. like, like, holy shit. Come I'm always going to have cosmetics. We're literally That's not going anywhere. drop ship troopers. Yeah. We're like drop ship. Come on, you could yeah. have done so much with that. It would have been so well, cool. Even I mean, you still can. They've got time. Yes, do it. It's not, it, you can't. It's, Infinite look wasn't world. great. Don't go back to look Master Chief. world stealing from Pokemon. You could steal from Helldivers. Let's go. Just make it's it not stealing, thing. it's borrowing. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a genre. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a genre. Do it. Uh, Holy shit. Because there's an ODST game like that. Because the, and I can't think of the name off the top of my head, the the uh, dinosaur game that I love so much that was that was first person shooter. Turok? Oh, I could, about, no, it's not Turok. It's a... Uh, um, <laughs> It's on Steam. Orion? Yes. Oh, it's no, even no, no. on. It's on uh, Game Pass too. I think. Is it shit? Uh, yeah. Exoprimal. Yeah. No. Yes. No, no it's not Exoprimal. No, no Exoprimal. No. It's, um, it's the one that we played. That we played Exoprimal was a dinosaur shooter. No, no, no not that one. Max. I don't know what other no, dinosaur not the ones shooter Max. we played. No, no, there's one. You're just normal. You're dropping down, and you have to do. You go in, and and you're you're fighting hordes of. Uh, dinosaurs in an area you try to clear out a whole area and a whole map that that crappy game that we played that orion one where ollie no, designed the butts no, no not that one okay um don't worry here we're gonna move on to the still second best one. butts in a game ollie good job on that one yeah well and i, I will come back while looking through best my butts in a game. well okay second I runner up because i think jen from uh uh ghost Shima, yeah best butt in a game i think that's the winner but you know I'll give you runner-up, Ollie. Second extinction. What? Second extinction. Yes, I second extinction. That. You didn't. Okay, you said we, and I thought you meant all well, of meant us. I meant we as me and him. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the but the uh that's what it reminds me of. Watching people play Sabeth in third person. But the um just going in, having your missions, um, you know, fighting off the hordes of whatever, and you know, uh I think what they got right in uh, Helldivers 2 that they did not get right in Second Extinction was all because you had all those bugs, like they needed more dinosaurs. Like Second Extinction needed more dinosaurs. If you oh, had more of those, there was a, too much downtime. Yeah, that was four years ago was the last time I played that game. Dude, I love it though. It's really oh, fun. Man. I enjoy anyway, it. Anyway, like that, that, that one definitely far back. Yep. Uh, Let's see. There's just two little filler articles. Uh, Nintendo Switch 2. Um, three. What? 
I, I, I don't know. What, I had three oh, yeah, left. Yeah, there's, there's three. There's three left. Okay. Um, Nintendo Switch Two. I've been. I was calling for holidays at the end of this year. Apparently, it's the first quarter of next year. So it's pretty close. Pretty close. Well, well, the I know the Rumored. Wii U was released. No, the Switch was released in like May, wasn't it? I have no idea. Yeah. It was close to summer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I think this like usually quarter one is good to kind of get the the initial reaction and the people buying it right out of the gate so that when the holidays come around, it's not so hotly contested, like dangerously contested. It's like a lot of people already have it, but then the second big wave of sales is going to come in for the holidays because everybody and their everybody family member is going to want one. And rumor rumor has it, um, I don't know if it's from Nintendo that, that pushed out that information or if it's just people that are insiders. But supposedly, all of your Switch games, including the digital version of your games, will play on the new one. Now, that's how you sell this is Nintendo games. we're talking about at the end of the day. <laughs> but that's how you do it. You want to make the transition easy? You make it so that they can take their library and move it with them. Mm-hmm. I feel like Chicken's so, favorite Jeff is applicable to that. Huh? 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 <laughs> huh? Sorry, it's my favorite Jeff in the world. I put, it, I put it in there. Oh, there it is. Just, you know. Oh, that's that's the one version of it. Hold on. Well, the, that's the one that I picked. Sorry. You gotta... You gotta... <laughs> I got two going on over the, here. <laughs> the double, huh? Alright. Carry on. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the the rumor is early next year for the Switch Two, um, so I'm sure we'll be seeing more of it. Also, there's rumors of uh, Pokemon Heart Gold or Soul Silver remakes in the works too. Um, we'll see if that's true because if so, I'm buying it right away, day one. Sorry, Griff, it's going into my library regardless. Period. What, what are you yes. buying day one? Pokemon Gold and Silver remakes, if it's true. Oh, you and Ollie both, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. make, I mean the the style with like the the three D running around. Let's go Johto. Mm. Yes. You guys have fun. Oh yeah, I definitely have fun. I will <laughs> fucking have a lot of fun. All right, <clears throat> don't worry. Here, this next one's for you, Griff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Silent Hill trailer came out a couple weeks ago. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Because we talked about it. Um, and a lot of the the talk about was it was kind of mediocre, you know, not mm-hmm. it was okay. It did the not look like what they thought it would look like. Like all the environments and everything looked pretty damn good. The sounds were pretty damn good, but the character looked a little well, stiff. Well, some of the sounds movements. were, some of them weren't. Like the gun sounds. <laughs> the gun sounds, so, like the music was mm-hmm. good. The, the mm-hmm. audio music was good, but a lot of the the or nuanced stuff like the gun sounds or the stomping or, or things like that. And the, the character details and the monster details were just a little eh, not mm. not up to where we would expect them to be for this kind of release. There's a reason for um, that. Yeah. So first of all, the CEO watched of the Blue trailer. Team. Yeah, the Bluebird team, Bluebird team watched the trailer and was giving feedback on it and was not. Yeah, happy. there was a whole video. There was a video here. It's gone now. Silent Hill yeah, they they uh, they took it down yeah. right away. Like, it was taken down pretty quickly. But it definitely is of the the vein of it. It's not in the spirit of what they have now. Um, it was an outdated 
set of images or videos that somebody at Konami cut together. They didn't care for how it was cut together together. Um, and it's just not, not representative of where their work is currently, which, which is what we talked about on the show too, is like, that's probably older footage and things like that. And apparently it is, but this rift between Konami and Bloober team, like Konami, seriously, y'all used to be so good at things. And then somewhere you lost your damn collective minds and this is what we get for it. Like, some, yeah, they're somebody... more focused on, on making money through, through gambling now. Yeah, the pachinko machine then, era then is keep in your goddamn here, so. shit in your company and let Bloober Team handle well, this. Well, that's what should let have happened, in my opinion, is you're the publisher and you're like, hey, we gotta show this off. Can you cut us together a trailer? Let them do it. And they, mm -hmm. you know, put that out. Don't be like, hey, we got this, like tech demo footage from six to eight months ago how about we cut that together does anybody know how to use a video editor well my kid he's 13 he knows how to do video editing with youtube stuff and, and then like that's what you get is amateur stuff i'm not saying that's exactly what happened um I'm sure there are 13 year olds that are great at editing Which i'm just saying fair, if if this is footage from a long time ago i totally get why they were like we're gonna cook this for a little longer we're going to to polish this thing to the end mm -hmm. and make sure that we are happy with it before release and i want to see a september release from this like right before the halloween season so that right before because you're going to buy horror games everybody's going to be buying horror games for streaming or playing purposes or things like that yeah. and like and that gives them plenty of time to polish it all the way to the end like do not stress like even if you don't need that extra five months do take it, it anyway. anyway take it anyway go like, back and go look back at everything through. yeah and and go back through test it run it do some internal tests like just take your time with it and make this thing perfect yes. or at least as close as you can to perfect there's gonna be a lot of scrutiny on this game because of what it is because of how long it's been in development because of you know konami and bloober's respective pasts and things like that like this there's this gotta a be lot a make or break, make or break and it's gotta make you know definitely a lot of passive aggressiveness between these two companies yeah too. i mean they already bloober already had called out in a very passive aggressive way the silence from konami on the the game and its development anyway and then this and it's like oh they to just, be fair, you know. I mean, if, if I'm Konami, I'm perfectly fine with being the bad guy. It's like, fuck, whatever. I don't care. Let, let Blue Routine be the good guys. Maybe people invest in them. Nobody cares about us anymore anyway. I like, don't think that's how it. they think about they, it, though. They can't. Why? We're, we're not their market anymore. They mm -hmm. don't care. Like, the gamers, whatever, we don't buy whatever Pachinko machines they make anymore anyway. Konami's pretty much, like, out the door. They just kind of peek in through the window and go, oh, hey, and get out of that window. Get out of here. Go back to your other building. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, whatever. You guys want to buy Silent Hill? Not from you. Come here, Bloober. <laughs> I'll buy it from you. Shut up. Go back to your building. So they don't care. I mean, uh... they're going to be making money off of it anyway. And it makes Bloober look a little better. So, I mean, like I said, if I was Konami, I'd be like, whatever. When this Still kind of stuff comes out, I just imagine Kojima somewhere sipping his tea and seeing it and being like, I told you so. You know? Like, because he, that's kind of oh, why he hard got... To work with? Oh, come on. Yeah, like, that's kind yeah. of why he left them anyway. Is Well, it is why that he means, left them. Is because that, that they were just... Nuts. And he's hard to work with, too. Well, he is yeah. also hard to work with, but it's one of those things where they are just 
impossible people. Um, so. Well, it's two sets of impossible people trying to work together. I'm surprised yeah. the relationship lasted as long as it did. I think it was contractually obligated to last as long as it did. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. But we can hope. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hope that it's gonna be great and that Bluebird is gonna really pull out the win here. And I hope that if that happens. I'm, I'm gonna say when when that happens um everybody praises bloober and not konami just because konami's sticker is on the front i oh, hope I that people aren't like konami. Hey, konami finally turned it around it's like no they yeah. finally gave their franchise to a company that could turn it around hell yeah Let, let's go bloober i got faith in you do your thing uh make it make it great make it great again make games great again hopefully make games great again <laughs> please stop <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, gonna talk about the the quick pal world thing before we actually talk about games uh, we've we been can, playing. We can, we can merge in our pal world discussions because we've been playing a lot of it. Um, what you're talking about? Uh, people are doing clickbaity articles. It's just a bunch of bullshit. As a podcast, we talk a lot about video games, and if you are done playing a game, or if you are playing an early access game, and you're just done. It's okay go to ahead. go play something else. Go, go play something else, which we have yep. spoken about so many ungodly times. If you're done playing a game, fine. I got way more than $30 out of Pal World, but I'm still playing it. But for the other people who've gotten two, $300 out of it, you don't have to keep playing it. In, in fact, in fact, this podcast, the original tagline to this podcast was, there's no such thing as game over. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, play whatever the hell you want to and yeah. enjoy it. And you can leave yeah. and come back. But I mean, that that's kind of what the headlines were later. is Pal World's losing so many players. Oh, no, it's already falling off. It's like, well, it's it's early access. And a lot of people jumped onto this game specifically to run themselves to the level 50 and be like, OK, well, I've caught the last boss. What am I going to do now? I guess I'm just going to quit. It's like, OK, first of all, you burn through that really fast. There's a lot of stuff to do. Uh Secondly, if if you are gonna burn through it that fast, that's fine. It's still an early access. There's gonna be updates, and you're probably gonna want to come back for it. And some people bought it with the intent to play it for a few hours and then shelve it until it was a finished game. Although, as we know with early mm-hmm. access, sometimes that's, ooh, you gonna be waiting a minute if it's like some of the other games. But well, and okay. considering that that company still has Craftopia they're working on, it could yeah. be a while. Yeah. Um. To give a little bit of. Uh, let's see. I don't know when this game was released. Okay. Damn, that far back? All right. Um, so I'd like to look at the Steam charts every now and then to see how games are fluctuating. So Pal World had a peak 2,101,535. Right now, they're averaging about 305,000, about 300,000 players every day. Not bad. Not Steam fucking is Helldivers bad. Helldivers 2, which we just said how popular it was. Yeah, Helldivers 2 is literally number three. Pal World's number four. PUBG is number five, Apex is six, and Boulder's Gate three, number seven. Still. Like, yeah, these games are still holding on pretty damn well. And if I'm the Pal World developer and people are like, oh man, they don't have two million people. We got 300,000 people playing regularly. That's fucking five. plenty. That, that you can see. That doesn't count yeah. the Microsoft. Yeah, that doesn't even count the other one. But okay, so Pal World's been out for about a month or so. They have accumulated a total amount of 581,103,887 hours played total in about a month from players. Counter-Strike 2 has been out for a long time. It averages about a million players. Their hours played since release is 536 million. So in a month, more people have put hours into Pal World than Counter-Strike 2. 
And nobody else is close. Wait, does by that the way. include though? Because if you have a live server, does it include the time that that server is live? What server? Like their official servers? Like whoever has it open? Like it, I think Steam it only counts of how long your game is open. Count. Like if your game okay. is open, that's what it counts as. Yeah. Okay. So not. So like like when you log in, and you and open the server, it's not counting it, you it twice. Is, no, 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 no. It's not counting you twice. It's five hundred eighty-one million hours. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm saying that's twenty-four hours. hours that that thing's open versus somebody going in and it's playing games at class for two minutes. Time. So yeah, five hundred eighty-one million hours that game has been open for in a month. That's accounting all of us playing it on Steam alone. Mm -hmm. That's a I lot of fucking hours that people have put in for just a little over a month. Actually, I think tomorrow is a one month from release. And it has have that many hours. But that's the thing is people who play Counter-Strike 2 don't play for such a long sessions. They mm -hmm. jump in, play a few hours, and then log off. Mm -hmm. But Power World, people were doing like 24 hours, leaving their servers up, staying logged in the game for days and weeks at a time. Like, it is just incredible. And, and like the developer says, when you're done... Go ahead, log off, go play something else. When we get updates, feel free to come back, try out the new stuff, and then go play something else. You you don't you're not obligated to keep playing. There are and you millions feel of games obligated out there. to keep playing too. Like that's one of the things that that's kind of refreshing is so many games, especially live service games now, are like, here's our treadmill, get on it and never ever leave. Don't leave. Come here every day. This game's uh, like pay for hey, that game. bucks. Yeah. What? Yeah, it was thirty. Yeah, well, 30 we got bucks. it on slight discount because yeah, they offered like, like ten or fifteen It was ten percent off. off. We basically didn't pay sales tax. On yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, it was no big deal. Twenty nine ninety six is what we paid for. I've definitely yeah. gotten thirty dollars worth out of it. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's my thought process. Is like, did you get thirty dollars worth out of yes. this game? Yes, I did. Okay. Oh, yes. Did I you get still... seventy dollars worth of? Out I, I of have. Skull? I have over a hundred no, hours. No, I'm saying out of out of skull and yeah. bones, did you get $70 worth? The answer is no, you can't get $70 worth out of it, but I can out of Power World, and it cost me $30. <laughs> yeah, In fact, I, I, I actually feel like I, I would have paid $50 for that game, knowing it's early access, just to know that I'm supporting the, the developers at the end of the day because of how well that game is built so far. So, like, as long as I feel like they're putting money into it, I don't have a problem paying the extra money, but you know, that... I love the game. I love Power World. I think mm -hmm. it's great. I have not been playing it since I got back. Well, I played it twice since I got back. Um, I was on it but, earlier, and I was like, no, I have to do the podcast, but I need yeah. to build these walls. I've, I've got a new addiction over the last two days. <laughs> oh, is it the uh, the Deep Rock one? Yes, sir. Deep yeah. Rock Survivor. I was oh this close God. to buying it. It was six bucks. I was like, God <clears throat> damn, another cheap fucking auto scroll. Oh God. Auto, yeah, auto, auto, auto shooter. Battler. Yeah, yeah, auto Thanks. shooter, whatever it was. Oh, oh man. my God. I'm glad and you guys so, enjoyed those. It's an uh, interesting gameplay, and I like the genre. Is I like it starting to kind of like blow up too. We're starting to get these little gems start coming out of it. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, gems coming out of it. Yeah, I do. I didn't see yeah. what you did there. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like this new genre that's kind of starting to blow up from it. It's nice to see different things like that kind of take hold. Well, and I, I'm a fan of Deep Rock anyway. I love, and it's got a it's got a massive amount of people that love that game. Um, you'll hear the Rock and Stone people everywhere. Rock and Stone. Um, Sorry, it's a meme. Don't they, mind them. But but what I find interesting is they chose to go single player right now while it's in early access. To be fair, Vampire Survivor used to be single player as well. And they've added multiplayer to it. I don't know how you would do it with this game. Um, 
so a possibility that you could end up doing it with this. Um, if you, you'd have to increase the size of the maps by far. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Um, I like the fact that the um, you can pay the six ninety nine or whatever it was for the game, um, or you can get the pay. I think it's six dollars more, and you can do the supporter pack that supports the developers. If you um, license, is it Ghost Ship? I think is the name of the, the group that that uh, makes it. Um, you what they do differently. Like I love auto shooters in general, but I like the way this one's designed too. Is the fact that just like in um, the regular Deep Rock, your character starts at zero and you have to build up to be able to unlock certain items for that character or abilities for that character. Um, but the you don't do it as you go. It's once you've died and you need to go back in, once your character reaches up to that level, now you might have unlocked the next character. You get to, I think it's level three or no, level seven. Once you get a character to level seven, it unlocks the next type that of character. Like that other game you were playing, Chicken. It does. It, it it's a lot like. What was um, the name of the other one that you were doing? You played it too, Oak. It was. Uh, Death shit. must die. Yeah, de nah, Death yeah, must die. It's a little Death different. Must Death must die. You're not picking up, um, like where Death must die. You're picking up uh, different chests and stuff off the ground and things like that. Items, um, things like that. Yeah. So what this is is you're gonna have four slots, as as you have a weapon, you're going to have specific weapons to each one of the characters. Then you're going to have ones that are shared weapons once that you can unlock as you play through the milestones. Remember the milestones from, uh, from deep rock. I don't know how much y'all played deep rock. We didn't but... play enough of it, but I'm starting to get a little itch to, to try oh, it dude, again. I am too. I, I want to play deep rock so bad. Um, but the, um, uh, but there's milestones that are in the game that help you unlock different stuff. Same thing with this. Once you've, I don't know, gotten 250 gold that un might unlock a certain weapon or, or certain ability. Mm -hmm. um, but you'll have those four slots. There's five levels per area. Uh, and you try to, to make your way through each one of those levels. Uh, Deep Rock kind of allowed you to take your time and make your way through uh, the different objectives. And then you chose when you wanted to do whatever the big bad thing was and then leave. Um, with this one, it is timed, but it's a, instead of having a timer, it's got a bar across the top and it tells you when a swarm is coming. Uh, it tells you when, um, a, uh, drop ship is coming to be able to, to, um, grab some stuff out of there that might help you. Uh, you still have to pick up, um, the different minerals and things like that. Cause you use those to increase your skills once you've died, you go in and you can increase how much health you have, uh, what your critical damage might be, uh, how often you reload, things like that are done that way. Plus, they're done inside the game itself. Um, and I really like that they that they did it that way. And it goes across all your characters. So yep. so it's not just, OK, well, now I've got to unlock all this for those characters. It, it doesn't do that. It, it increases all of theirs. Um, which is nice. At level nine, you increase your uh, second version of each one of your characters. So, um, so you might have the the scout might have a recon for his second one, um, and then so you can get up to level nine on it. Uh, and it's it's really well done. There's uh, I've still not beaten a level yet because <laughs> that 
dude is such a badass at the end, which is nice. Um, <laughs> makes it challenging, but it it's not overwhelming. And I, I feel like I'm doing something each time I play and increasing my abilities. So it's nice. I, I like it a lot. And it's, I think I've got seven and a half hours in it. And I started yeah, it yesterday to, morning. Yeah, it's starting <laughs> so, to catch on a little bit, which is nice. Yep. So, but I do, I do like it. I, I, I highly recommend that one for as cheap as it is too. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a $20, $30 game. I came over and thought it was like bucks. I was like, <sighs> yeah, I did the same. Same. I was like, I want to put it on my wish list. All the price went and buy. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Well, we played some stuff this weekend. Um, that I know Chicken has a couple of stories that he is dying to tell. Oh, do, do I get do I get to tell the the greatest Lethal Company story ever lived? Ever there there will be, never be a moment as absolutely wild as this one. I mean, okay. I, don't I don't know. know. I don't. I think it's the, it's the quickest round I've like. I could. You could even imagine it was quick. Well, oh, this is I, the I one say right the after I left. Is that the one yeah. you're talking about? Okay. Uh, we died. We died to thunderstorm. We died to lightning before. Like all, we all we all died right outside the ship. But that's fine. Yeah. But okay. So let me set the scene for people who haven't played it. It's a a maze style collection game. So. <clears throat> Right after Oak goes, we're gonna play another day. We yeah, get off like, the ship. Yeah, we're like, one more day, it's fine. We get off the ship. Um, Cat takes stuff back to the ship. Me, Griffin, Baca, uh, uh, go towards the door. We get to the front door, and we're like, okay, cool. I go in first, because I think Baca's uh, bringing up the back, and Griffin's right behind me. So we go in, and I always live by the mantra of go right. Always. Put your hand on the right wall, follow Treat until like you can't. Yeah, treat it like a maze. Always put your hand on the right wall. So I walk in, door goes like that, and I look to the right, and I take a few steps forward. I'm like, oh, it's blocked off. And I go to take a few more steps forward, and I take a couple more steps, and I'm like, oh, that's blocked off. And then I hear the door behind me go clink, clink. It was me coming in. Yeah, and Griff comes in, and I'm like, oh, we have to go. Oh, shit. And it's a turret in front of the door to the left. And as I look at it, it's it's turret is swinging out from the door, so it's about to look at us. And I was like, "Grouse shit!" There's a and you just hear doot doot because Griff goes to turn around and run out. She just gets gunned down in the back, and I'm like, "I literally walked in, looked at it, and went, what's that leaning against the door?'" It's a turret, and by the time my brain goes, it's a turret. I'm trying to turn my character and run, but I got shot. (laughs) It absolutely was one of those things too, where like it shot me into oblivion. My body fell into the world, and they couldn't bring me back. She fell through, and I was like, "Damn, that sucks." So (laughs) after she dies, it goes back to its rotation. I'm like. I can't do anything. So I get in the corner behind it and I'm just sitting there crouched going, please, for the love of God, don't let it rotate all the way towards me. So then it comes halfway across the room and then goes back. And I'm like, okay, okay. I, and I leave. Fuck that. That sucks. We cannot go through the front door now. So Baca's the last one left. I'm like, all right, we have to go to the back door. We got to try to get something cool. He finds it over there and I follow him. He goes in through the back door and uh i go in right after him and i go to take a step forward and i'm like okay let's and for a split second i hear beep and i'm like oh shit there's a kills us both there's a mine literally (laughs) inside the door i took two steps forward and killed both of us 
And Kat's like, hey, did, what happened? Hello? H Hello? All right, well, I guess I'm leaving, and she just leaves. Yeah, yeah. it was... We had good games that night, though. There was another that was one. Great games. We did. We had some really good ones. There was another one that was. It was the four of us. It was me and Cat and Chicken Abaca and Chicken. We had just landed on a planet. Chicken runs out of the ship first, and he's like, "I hear dogs. Shut the door." And so we shut the door, and I was like, "Oh, I think Chicken was gonna come back." And Baca was standing next to the door, with, like, and his brain was like, "Oh, I guess that's fine." Immediately opens the door as soon as I said it, and then a dog just rips my head off. It was just, it was right there at the door. So as soon as it opened, I didn't even have time to be like, no, don't. Imagine, imagine if you will. <laughs> sitting the one where at, Oak has at, at a video gone. camera, looking and making sure everything's happening properly. <laughs> There's stuff in front of your your crew trying to take care of your crew, and you hear boom, boom, boom. I was like, oh guys, I think there's dogs outside. Then they hear nothing from me. Because when I turned around, there were three dog faces in the ship eating me. So Chicken has to go back for a key. So he walks all the way back and he goes, oh, there's dogs over here. Oak, silence. Oak, silence. And then about that time, he gets a little closer and two giant dogs walk out of the back of the, the, the ship. And he goes, I believe that Oak adopted two dogs while we were gone. And then he gets up the ladder, sneaks up, gets up the ladder, looks to the right, and out the side of the ship, you can see one of the faces of the dog. He goes in and he goes, is this fucking dog sleeping? Inside the ship is a sleeping dog. Now he grabs the key, goes back, they get what they need, and he warns everybody, there's dogs. Be careful. Now, from my perspective, I'm dead. So I'm watching everything unfold. And I can see all... Every, I'm switching between everybody, just trying to see what... And everybody's coming up the thing. Well, here comes Griff with her bottles. Now, in the game, for those who have not played it, if you have your hands full, you can't climb things just like in real life. Yeah, because the ladder, you know, you got to use your yep. hands. And... Yep. So... Chicken is on his way up, and he's like, all right, everybody be careful coming up. Everybody does a great job dodging the dogs. Griff's the last one, and inside is still the sleeping dog. Keep that in mind. She jumps up, and when she does, all hell breaks loose. There are like six or seven no, dogs. No, at first... I'm trying to like crouch down and sneak around the dogs. And so there was two like going to cross my path. Yeah. And so I walked under the ship and chicken's like, uh, you got to use the ladder. I'm like, I can't right now. There's two of them and I have to jump. I'm under the ship for a reason. Not because I'm an idiot. Like so she, she jumps up and on my screen, it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. chicken do in a game ever. The dog wakes up that's on the inside. It gets up, runs past him because he is crouched and next to the wall. And it runs past him. I watched then everyone else get slung and moved around and thrown down. And then he just walks in and goes, boop, take off. 
<laughs> yep. I was like, well, shit, this went fubar real The fact we won that is insane to me. I was pretty sure I was going to die, and my thought process in jumping on was, okay, at least when I jump on and they murder me, the bottles will be on the ship so that they can use that for the quota. I am taking one for it. the team. You didn't drop it. It grabbed you, took you, and the bottles. <laughs> well, it's because it, it grabbed me, like, mid-jump. So... I didn't really have oh a choice, but I was trying Ooh. to be a productive employee, okay? It was... Uh, my it perspective was... of that was when, when she went to go jump, I, I turned around and, and saw the dog get up, and, and then I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> On my screen, you were doing... It was... This was you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was <laughs> real rough, real quick. Uh, it was insane. We had it's... such a good time. That one like too. Uh, we had installed the mod that makes the little loot bugs say yippee, and <laughs> yippee. the cat has a much better sense of uh, like self-preservation than I do. Um, and she and I were together, and there was and I heard one because you can hear their little legs from a distance, like and I was like, okay, it's probably one of the loot bugs, and then I heard yippee in the distance, yippee. And you're like, oh, he's here, yay. Um, cause they're adorable, but I didn't think about the fact that I was holding a flashlight. So like, if you have loot and you don't give them a piece of loot, they get frustrated and then they try to murder you. But I'm watching it go back and forth yelling yippee and I was like, look how cute it is! And Kat's like, we should go. I don't think we should look at that. And then it got mad because I had the flashlight and it turned on us. And I was like, "Rah!" <laughs> she was already at the door! I was like, I see. She lived. She lived. I think, I think I lived too. Yeah, cause yeah, Chicken did. came in yes. with... Chicken and Baka came in with their um, weapons and <laughs> smashed the bug. Well, we, we had one where the spider came out and Chicken and Baka tried to kill the spider. The oh, spider we did kill ends the spider. up wrapping. Oh, no, chicken. that tried to kill both of us. Yeah, yeah it ends up wrapping. No, I, I chicken still up. killed it though. Yeah, Baka yeah, and the spider it. killed each other at the same exact time. Right. So and I Oak and I up, are just like. Mm, okay. So I picked up Chicken. Here I am holding his little cocooned body, <laughs> <laughs> completely covered in silk. Find my way back to the ship, and dogs are around it. So I hide under the ship, and I was like, okay, I got it. And then about that time, I turn and look under, and here's a dog under the ship's face just eating me. And I was like, okay, well, I'm dead now, too. I don't remember what happened to me in that one, but I'm pretty sure I didn't make it. <laughs> uh. I think Kat was the only one that did again. Yeah. Didn't you kill yourself with a ladder, Baka? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did that, okay. too. I, I yeah. was playing with the ladder and, and threw it down, and I was like, oh, neat. And then it just kind of went. Yeah, see, I have low self-preservation. Baka has even lower self-preservation in this none. game. Yeah, like, he's, he's like. Ooh, ladder. Dead. Oh, that sucks. Baka and I are. <laughs> very, very beginning of one. Like, that Dumb Ways to Die song uh, from a while back. Oh, like, shit. Someone's doing that. Someone's, someone's going to do that. Someone's going to make a fucking remix of Dumb Ways to Die. Yeah, company. that that is the, me and Baka. Like, we are fucking, the, the you people. You need to start recording children. our Lethal Company stuff so that you can make it and you can get famous <laughs> off of the your one-hit wonder for Dumb Ways to Die Lethal Company version. I'm sure there. Uh, if there's not one, there will be one very soon. <laughs> You're looking that up right now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh shit, is there a video? Yep, there's already one. Well, I'm yep. sure there is, because there's plenty of dumb ways to die. Let me tell you, I've experienced some, and I've watched Baka experience some. <laughs> like, hey, Baka, I, I like the there's a cliff there with water. Don't fall in. Is he floating <laughs> down there? <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. <laughs> well, the water's great. Come on down. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, not not today. We had so much fun playing that. Like that game is a is such a gem. It is so good. I'm looking forward yes. to the next time that we can play it. First class, I probably, probably have the, the most variety <laughs> ways of dying, and Chicken probably has the most ways of, of dying by missing jumps. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, yeah, Kat I and I, I don't. just don't like. We know platforming is not our thing, and that is not a a smart move for us. So we just don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't jump. I just die. But yes, we did play first class trouble the next night. It was Red's birthday weekend, so we were trying to play stuff. Um, as as a family and uh it was not very family friendly because the first round of first class trouble chicken and just straight murdered everybody yeah. except for baka yeah, was... who like was like oh i think i know it's them i'm just gonna get in the escape pod and uh, leave baka had it too he like i knew he sussed me out I'm when so he mad. followed me next to those syringes he's like oh this motherfucker okay i'm gonna follow him mm -hmm. and then he knew i was just baiting him with repairing that generator and when we went past it i was like God damn it, he knows he knows and then city was telling me he killed red and i was like all right we gotta kill baka because he knows and as soon as i left him we broke apart he went left he's like i know what's about to happen uh, sorry sorry ladies i'm gonna have to let you die right, so. <laughs> yeah, as soon as i left they, they killed the other two and i was like yep yeah, I, I knew something was fucked <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so mad so so we we played another round and uh, it sometimes things happen in games that only only could happen to me because i call bullshit sometimes okay Th this moment was so aggravating that i just wanted to scream so afterwards okay so it, we're in the second round and i'm feeling pretty comfortable about Stinny being safe so i have him come with me because we got a, a, a note that said Stinny and chicken were on the same team so we know that we were safe so i was like okay we're gonna stick together i found a six shield which basically pro protects you from getting shot in the neck i was like okay cool i i i'm sussing so hard on griff like I, i'm feeling it's griff it was i think it was griff and baka that round mm -hmm. uh and i was like ah oh, i'm i'm like hard leaning towards those two almost confident i was like i'm gonna get the six shield and we're gonna get one of them out and then we're gonna go ahead and deal with the other one with the final note so i go and get it and i come back and we find griff over there because she was off by herself across the thing and i was like oh yeah how you doing griff what you doing over there and red's behind me i was like all right we got her now i don't know where baka ran off to but we're gonna get her and if she tries to kill me i've got backup or if uh baka tries to assassinate me from behind and knock red out i've i've got protection right here i'm ready then she fucking throws of course she finds the rare goddamn throwing syringe and just <laughs> happens to fucking have it at that moment and looks at me and is like hey chicken whip and I die instantly in front of Red, and I'm like, are, are you serious? I have the fucking shield. I have the fucking plan. And of course, of course, she finds the goddamn throwing syringe. And the Love worst me. part about that is that Snitty pointed it out to her. My, my partner, the one who I knew was innocent, just happened to point it out to her. Yeah, the, the sweetener on that is that I was with Snitty at the start of the round, um, and and helped him put out a fire that I could have pushed him in because nobody was around us, but I was like, nah, I'll give it just a little bit longer. Um, 
and then helped him put out the fire. We walked over to the, the next room, opened the door together, because it was a two-people door, and I'm playing nice. And uh, I just, Sidney's like, hey, can you pick this up? Because he tries to, like, you know, be funny and trick people, and it was, I didn't even see it. It was the, the throne syringe, and I was like, I can't pick that up. I'm not the bad guy. And then Chicken and Red come over and are, like, outside this window that is, that's, you know, in this room. So we're inside, and they're outside, and he's it's like, I think it's Griffin and Baca, and, you know, and Snitty made the mistake of going out there to talk to them about it, because for some reason, I guess, talking through the window is not good enough. <laughs> but since he was outside, I was like, you ain't gonna put this in my pocket and walk away from this right now. <laughs> And I know how it worked. I've never had one of those before. And it just so happened that, like, I I was sabotaging oxygen stuff and Baca ran up this hallway right next to where I was at. And I heard Chicken go, there goes Baca. We got to find him at Grab. And I was like, I'm going to go back around this way, around the pool, um, and see if there's any more oxygen that I can sabotage before they surely catch me and murder me. And I saw, plan. I saw Chicken, and I saw Snitty further away, and I was like, well, this one's closer. How does this thing work? And so I lined it up. I was like, there's no way this is going to hit him. They're already, they're already sure it's me, you whatever. Were coming out, you were coming out of that little hallway and that bridge in front of us, mm -hmm. and Red was literally right behind me. I didn't even see me. him. Like, well, Red I knew was he was around. right but... behind me. Snitty was off looking for Baca and trying to find him. Red was right behind me because I was like, okay, Red is safe. And she kills me in front of Red, and Red goes, oh, what happened? <laughs> what happened? What happened? I literally and, even like, laughed And you couldn't say anything or nothing because you were dead. And he runs off and doesn't say anything to Snitty or anybody else. And I, I yell at him afterwards. He's like, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I got confused. Like, I wonder if on his... He died in well, front of you. Well, to be fair, ah! has anybody done the... Has anybody used that rare one before? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, we ran have. around. Okay, maybe not with Red Around. It's only, what, two months that it's been added to the game? Three months it's been added to the game? So it's like, it could be one of those things that he thought you lost connection or something like that. And he was like, oh, what happened? But he didn't even say anything to anybody else about it. Uh, yeah, so the city was like, where's Chicken at? Red, I'm dead. Would you like to inform him that I got assassinated by the woman over there? Oh, I was so, I was so mad. I, I won so two mad. rounds that night. We played three, and I won two of them because the one after that, it was me and Cat on the ski resort. Snitty was trying to the chaos. Sisters were together. Yeah. Go figure. I know, right? Um, but Snitty was trying to fuck with me and Cat, and he was staying around like. The, the rest of them, like, Baca, Chicken, and Red all went off to actually look for the objectives and try to find the, the logs and things like that to see what was going on. And Snitty was just messing with me and Cat. And it's like, you know what? Friggin' fine! Um, and so he, since he was by himself, I grabbed a syringe while he was messing with her. And, we, like, he chased, or he started to run away, and I was like, why are you running? All of a sudden, and then murdered him, and the chicken's, like, right there. And I was like, I don't know what just happened to Snitty, but he's dead over there. And Cat and I just take off. And so I'm trying to, like, tamper with the oxygen stuff, and they saw Cat. And so Cat's over there, like, distracting them while I'm like, they're gonna suffocate to death, and they did. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was so good. So, so that round, we start off, Griffin City run off to the left. 
I'm I'm over in that vicinity too. I help. I go with Baca actually. I go with Baca towards the left first, and we open up a couple of doors, and then I hear Griffin City coming up behind us, and I'm like, all right, all right. I like to play solo, a little bit of chaos, whether I'm good or bad. Always keep people on their toes. So I break off from Baca and I grab the ski things and I book it down the hill and I go around to the other side and kind of get away from everybody. So I don't know what happened. All I know is Baca was up there, Griffin City were up there at some point. So I go around and then I see Red over here and Baca coming in behind and they're working on a fire extinguisher thing or they're looking for logs. And I'm like, okay, cool. Sticking with them for a minute. And I'm like, I'm feeling comfortable with them. So I'm like, okay, I feel okay about this one. Where 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 are the where are the ladies at? Where 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 they go? Sisters. So I walk I walk back up to the top. And I walk over and I see Cat coming across, like right in front of me. And I'm like, that's a little suspicious. And then Griff comes out of the building and she's like, Stiddy's dead. I don't know what happened. And I'm looking at him going, oh, shit. It's it's you, isn't it? It's you. And they're just like, hey, maybe. And I'm like, oh, dear God. She tries to hit me with something. Cat so did. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. So I grab the skis and slide down the slope again. And I try to find Baca and Red going, it's the sisters. It's the sisters. We get them. And the oxygen goes, just goes boom. And I'm like, oh, no. Where's the key? <laughs> and it just goes boom. And I'm like, oh, we're so fucked. They got it. <laughs> boom, boom. We die. Oh, so good. Walked into them. And I don't know. You can't see faces in that game. But I, I can see the shit-eating <laughs> grin on both of them going, hey, hey, hey. Uh, got them. I was like, oh, It felt God, good, man. Damn. It felt good. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, especially Cat. She's always like, I'm so innocent. Whatever lies. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Why you always blame me? Because it's usually fucking you. Yeah, I know, right? Because <laughs> that's why. God damn. Because <laughs> it's Ooh. you. It's been a fun uh, week. Like, the amount of... We always have fun with people's birthdays. And this month, like, literally every week has been a birthday. Because I uh, started worry, it... Next week's another birthday. Yeah, I started it. Then it, the following week was Snitty's birthday. The following week was Red's birthday, which was this past week. Next week is Oak's birthday. <laughs> so, I mean, like, every yep. week in February is amazing. Um, no, that's yay. May. The beef. I don't, I don't know, an adjective for February. I hate you. Uh, um... A, a febzing? No. A fe- a febzing. <laughs> that sounds like something you shouldn't do. Fanciful <laughs> February. Um, no. Fanciful February, okay. <laughs> but last night, after it was down to just me, Baca, Chicken, and Red, um, Red's like, let's play, and Snitty, let's play Scriblio. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's like digital Pictionary. Yeah, it's Pictionary, but with... It's yeah, also I saw your really pictures. hard to draw with the mouse. And some of the words, you're like, how am I going to make them get that? We all end up with like little pads. (laughs) It was really funny. Like there was one that I laughed so hard. I cried on. Oh, there was one where I just basically shit on everybody because it was a super it was unibrow. Yeah, and he right. spent like 15 minutes drawing curly hair on his little stick figure before okay, he drew so, the eyebrows on. So we gave everybody 120 seconds. So I was like, "This is they're going to get it too easy and too quick. So I just drew a face and did the whole face and did hair <laughs> and like little squiggly things off of the hair. And when I got halfway through time, I just drew a unibrow and put an arrow to it. And they're like, are, are you serious, you shithead? What the? You could have just <laughs> did that right away. And I was like, yeah, sure to make it last a little longer <laughs> uh. yeah we're we're not artists but man that was 
so fun. Well, oh we, we can be artistic, but man, drawing with your mouse uh, is difficult. So, and some of the words, you're like, how am I gonna, what, what am I supposed to pick here that they're gonna understand? Oh. And then watching the <laughs> amount of times, because you see people's guesses, and so if it's misspelled, it still puts it in chat as a guess. And like, no one, you're like, oh, you're so close. Why did you misspell that? Oh, I, <laughs> everybody with cappuccino. <laughs> yeah, cappuccino was one of them. We're all like, yeah, but like we're trying to nobody sound. Got it. Did anybody get that one? I got like, it. Nobody? Okay. Yeah, I think we got it close to the end. I think Red did not. He ran out of time misspelling uh, it. I was right. fucking dying. Like everybody was trying to spell it right, and they just couldn't get it. Yeah, I, I, well, from the the picture, I was like a coffee maker, and then then he put the line towards the cup, and I was like, oh, cappuccino, and it, it took me a few tries to to. to... <laughs> Yes, I'll spell it. Baka had rhubarb, <laughs> and literally all of us are like, there's an H in this word, and none of us know where it goes. <laughs> For rhubarb, it is R H. Yeah. And yep. then rhubarb. We know it's that. R H. Like, yeah. Uh, Who put this useless letter in this word? Yeah. Well, well my, my other options were, were, were like India and something else that, that made no sense. And I was like, well, th this would probably be the easiest one out of the three. <laughs> rhubarb pie. I'll be honest with you. I I know that rhubarb pie exists, but I have no idea what a rhubarb actually looks like. You started drawing. I, I it didn't either. Like, that's why it, a piece of a second I, I had to Google it to. to okay, look at okay, good, okay. good, good. Because I was like, he's taking a second to start drawing, and then once the word came out, I was like, I bet he looked up a picture of it so that at least yeah, he had some I sure sort of. Didn't know. Yeah, I'm not that I cultured. Mean, so. Even with, with India, I would have had to look up a, a picture to, to to see how that would have like lined uh -huh. out. I was like. I think what's weird is rhubarb is not naturally sweet. But it's a pie. It's, but it's a pie. Like, you sweeten it for the... It's weird. Strange. Oh, it's like somebody it. went, I'm going to take this item that is not sweet, and I'm going to make a pie out of it. How can I make it to where it's... Like, it sounds like it was a last desperation. I'm out of food. I found this out in the dirt. <laughs> could be. <laughs> could a be. A lot of our food is probably that. Or it's like, ah, what can I do with this thing that I just found? Throw it in this thing. Perfect. Cuisine. Oh, Funny. We got anything else? Well, is there anything else before we hit the two-hour mark on this thing? Oh, my God. Know, right? Sorry, everybody. <laughs> oh, wait. It was uh, a long one. It was fun. Though. Not that this is a game thing or anything, but just a quick update. Um, We did finally the get things worked out Um, with our how we're going to be uploading stuff. So I'll upload the most recent, like, this year's stuff but our back catalog is not on spotify anymore because you know what it's on youtube like up to 80 episode 83 i think is the first one that we put on youtube and so before that um just know you missed a cool era and that's it sorry <laughs> there's many more eras yeah uh yep i mean we've been doing this for 10 years now you guys do realize this is 10 years right yes <sighs> anyway. i do i do but those will start. Be, those will be back on Spotify. Then this year's podcasts will be on Spotify again. Uh, this week, I'll get those uploaded. So that was fun. Just just an update. Just in case yep, we got it fixed. Yep, it's there. Uh, I wonder if like if you go on Spotify, like if that's a constant feed, or if it's one yeah, of those it's... where the back catalog's on there. No, um, because the back catalog was deleted from our hosting site. Because okay, I guess yeah. So. So that that's gone completely. So the the Spotify feed doesn't have anything to pull from for the back catalog. So it will only show what's actually still uploaded on the host site. I got you. So, 
Mercs. Oh, and uh, for the throwable syringe, it was a year and a half ago that it was added. Okay. Really? So pretty much the whole time we, we were playing. We discussed it, though, because it was... December a... 10th, 22. Remember, this is 24. I understand that, but like we... Like we had it, we hadn't think about it. Maybe we just didn't realize it was in there. Yeah, I just remember talking about it because because of the fact the neck thing didn't work. I don't know. And we were talking when... about OP that would be. Or, oh, I wonder if they increased the availability to it. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it's rare. So. Mm -hmm. So maybe. <sighs> All right, look, we gotta oh, get out of here. It. I gotta put the Power World server back up so that I can cook my eggs. Come on now. No, no, we're not putting the Power World server back up. <laughs> I don't Deal have a problem. You have a problem. I definitely have a problem, but I know when to not exacerbate the problem. Fine. <laughs> I, I got more things. Uh, I got to farm. I, I've been farming the shit out of all, all the metal. I know. I got to farm more stuff so I can make cement so that I can put my I also up. need an egg at some point because I'm just about out of eggs. We don't have a problem, chicken. Shut up. Get us out of here, Oak Tree. <laughs> we appreciate mm -hmm. everybody that hangs out with us every other week. And if it respawn, you know, you can... Uh, Hit the little subscribe button, the little bell down there, and you'll catch us every other week on here. Make sure you hit the like button. Hit it. Hit it. The little thumbs up. You're not going to beat chicken. Chicken's the first one always to be able to, to hit it. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, also, make sure you go to twitch.tv forward slash elite chicken 313. Uh, chicken, you playing anything? Deathloop. Deathloop. More Deathloop. It's got Deathloop oh, going on. Your other Game Pass game that you were talking about earlier. Hails of Arise. Yeah. Yeah, that one's next. Sweet. Um, also, make sure, uh, you know, that you go to twitch.tv forward slash Tree as well as on kick. Um, I have started streaming again, so there's that. Um, I'm up to about three, four days a week, so um, you just have to check it out and, and see where we're at on that. Uh, but for Invita Respawn, I'm Oaktree. I'm Griff. I'm Chicken. I'm Bucket. Bye. See you.